Hey guys, welcome back. This is Justin Williams again. This is our second episode for Cryptocurrency Talk. Ooh, I am joined on. again with uh, Baron Hill and AJ Velasco. He's actually one of our new guests this yes. week. And uh, AJ, tell us a little bit about yourself. Sure. Uh, thanks for having me. Uh, you know, it's always great to talk about crypto. So I got into crypto about a year ago. I actually learned about crypto from the sneaker market and holding and trading ever since. Um, so it's been a fun ride and I've turned a, a group of friends who just like to chat, chat about crypto into full-blown community for people to learn and then some more advanced stuff as well. So it's great seeing people grow and get involved and, and all that different, different type of fun stuff. So. What'd you do in the, um, the sneaker market, AJ? Uh, so I, I was, I started, I got into the sneaker market because I knew I wanted to, uh, marry my girlfriend at the time. And I was like, I got to figure out a way to, to make money for an engagement ring. I started, uh, buying, uh, Yeezys and Jordans and then, you know, turning them for like a two, 300% profit and then got involved in, in, in some groups and, uh, saw the crypto channel there and was like, what is this? <laughs> so you're pretty good. You would say that you're pretty good at kind of working with something and turning things around for a quick profit. Uh, I think so. Yeah. I mean, it, it's funny because if you go back even before sneakers, uh, you know, I was, uh, I used to, uh, flip, uh, e-cigs and, and the vape stuff at mm -hmm. a local flea market. And then before that there was like, I don't know if you guys remember power bands. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I remember them. I was, I was getting those from China and, and selling those. So <laughs> it, it, was only, it, it kind of runs in my family's blood to be a little bit of an entrepreneur. Cool. Cool. Yeah. And I actually know AJ back in the day, we were both loan officers. So I knew back then that he had a sense of pride for, you know, financial investments and liquid funds. And so that's the thing, right? All three of us, all three individuals are come from different backgrounds. Myself in the crypto world, I am more of a buy, low and hold. I think Baron is, he's one of our newer um, investors. I would say I'm I'm like your mid-range investor. Um, I like trading. I like what trading offers. I like the versatility because it is 24 hours a day. Um, I don't have a a vast depth of knowledge. I have not been doing this for years, but I, I've worked to to push through as much of the learning curve as possible um, to capitalize on you know what this market is is affording us. Uh, trying to minimize downside, maximize upside. But again, I'm, I'm still newer, so I believe in buying and selling for short-term profit. I believe in buying something that is, is, is of quality and kind of waiting for it to build up in value. Um, and uh, also some, some long-term holds where I just buy and I just, I just leave it there. Yeah, I, I kind of like that, that strategy there that you talked about, Baron. Uh, so so when, I, when I actually first started getting out into trading, um, I, I actually took a third of my Ethereum at the time. And uh, believe it or not, I actually am holding still my original two-thirds of the Ethereum. <laughs> and then uh, I, I took that third of Ethereum and started trading it. And, and at that time, I bought what was called uh, Ant shares. I don't know if anyone remembers what Ant shares Yep, was. I remember those. Yeah. <laughs> so, I wish you know, I knew today, what it was at the time, but I, I didn't get started until October. So Yeah, and I think at that time it was like trading for like five or six bucks for Ant shares. And uh, I was able to... to, to to take my one third that I took out, put it back into my stash, and then, and then now just kind of uh, trade with with the rest of it, you know. So, I yeah. think picking a few long term good coins is is great to hold, absolutely. And and for me, when I when I invested in, I, I invested in when it was low at the time, and um, it just took me a while to to actually to actually pull out my funds and actually in, invest in the coins because 
uh, what happened back in 2013 was, you know, the the dry spell, the, the oasis, right, where, where there was no new technologies, not a lot of people were, were doing new developments back then, and then um, a, whole, a whole bunch of people started to get rally together and said, you know what, we are going to change the world. We, this is going to be the new crypto, you know, this is going to be the new currency. And then I started hearing more and more new developments, and I was like, all right, I got to get in early because I know this is going to blow up. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's a good topic, right? Um, how do we all get started? Uh, just to kind of recap right. from our first podcast, we talked initially, what was Bitcoin? What is Bitcoin? Uh, where did it come from? Um, how did it all came about? Why is it so popular right now? And that's a good discussion now as far as, well, how do we get started? Can anyone start? Do you have to be an investor to start? Yeah, no, I, I think, you know, any, anyone can really get started. Um, you know, whether you, you're, you're willing to invest, you know, 50 bucks, 100 bucks, or, or more than that, um, you know, the, 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 the technology's there for where we're, we're kind of like ground up right now. And uh, I think uh, getting started is, is easy. Um, you know, and, and I think for people who are getting started, um, kind of figure out what you want to do. You know, later on, one of our topics that we're going to discuss today is, is trading versus just kind of holding on to your investments. And um, I think that's really the first place to where you should get started is which strategy do I want to take? And then from there, um, you know, if you're getting started, then probably just jump on uh, Coinbase or something, something easy and, and just grab and hold, you know, either Bitcoin or Ethereum or Litecoin. One of those types, one of the, one of those larger types of coins. Yeah. Um. When so when I got started, okay, uh, being the newest of the bunch and not really knowing anything until late October, what I learned is that right now and since I've been involved, Bitcoin is king. Okay. Um. And whenever Bitcoin makes any movements, everything else currently feels 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 the the pleasure or the pain. Um. And I. I grabbed some some Ethereum and some Litecoin when I when I got started. When I really probably should have just went ahead and grabbed uh, that the Bitcoin. Um, do your own research on this, you know. Um, but when I when I did get started, I went through Coinbase. Okay, it's it's based out of the U.S. It was really simple for me to get involved, and you can use a card, and they do it directly. It's simple. It was the easiest thing for me. Um, there's ways to do it to minimize your your fees because when you start through Coinbase, if you want all the fast transactions, they're going to they're gonna percentage you to death and they're going to take a good chunk of your uh, initial investment. I mean, it's not as much as what, what you might invest using other platforms, but it still can be sizable for what you have to work with in the long term. Um, but there are ways to use uh, platforms like Coinbase at a minimal cost of the amount that you initially invest of the percentage that they take. So uh, it will be more delayed, but at least you're working with all of your money or most of it, as opposed to two or 3% less, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. And it's it gotten really easy nowadays. I mean, back when I first heard about Bitcoin, it was really hard to buy Bitcoin. I mean, I had to go on to the Second Life Exchange, convert my virtual currency into real money, find a broker to convert my my real money to the virtual currency and then find transactions that are related to the ledgers of Bitcoin. And even then it was very, it, it was, it was confusing. Um, even compa- even when using it as a video game currency, it was so confusing on the marketplace. So nowadays, like you said, uh, Coinbase is what is really user-friendly. 
mm-hmm. you know, it's on your phone. I think I think phone apps are definitely the hot trend nowadays because people oh, just absolutely. want to invest on their mobile. You know, I, I I don't think that a lot of people likes a, a you know a platform where you only have it on your desktop so a lot of exchanges nowadays are actually going to more mobile and, and that's a smart thing to do i want to kind of interject on that i don't 100 percent agree with the coinbase model um i do believe their fees are high if you do it in the in an expedited way um i think that they could make some adjustments and it would be better for the overall benefit of newcomers um however it is the easiest platform that I've had access to that has allowed me to get into the market. And I do use it because of that. However, I will explore other options when they come out that allow either the same salts at a cheaper, you know, cost to invest and, and so forth. So I'm, I'm open to new stuff, but starting out Coinbase has worked for me and I, I still do use it, but I'm not an advocate for it. Like I don't want to get excited about using it, but it is, the easiest mode of entry for me at this time. Yeah, it's that instant gratification, right? Right. So, guys, do you need to buy a whole coin to get started? Like, um, that's kind of the question that I get asked a lot is, well, I can't afford one whole Bitcoin because it's worth 10000 or sixteen or twenty k, whatever it is at the time. Do you need to buy a whole coin? Nope. You can absolutely, uh, you know, kind of talking to um, what we were talking about a little bit earlier about who can get in. Um, whether you want to invest that $100 or 20000 whatever it may be, um, you can buy absolutely in increments. And that's with any coin. Yeah, I, I do dollar cost averaging. So um, I turned it off recently, um, but I was doing dollar cost averaging of a fixed amount every week. And they just automatically take it out of your 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 account. And they, they buy, uh, for me, I'm auto on, uh, I was auto on Bitcoin, a certain amount every week. Um, and then based on what the price is at that point, I'll buy a certain amount of, of Bitcoin at that time. And then I, you just kind of set that up. So if it rises really high, you get it a little bit less of it. When it drops low, you get a little bit more of it. And that's just a general good strategy whenever you're dealing with uh, investing, uh, dollar cost averaging. Yeah, I mean, so let's talk about the current market then. We kind of brought it up as far as, you know, with holders and traders, you can invest in a little bit at a time. Well, let's, let's take it back a few months. A few months ago, it was FOMO, which is fear of missing out, right? So... Right. The media was going crazy talking about cryptocurrency. What is this cryptocurrency? Everyone should just invest. They don't know what to invest in. (laughs) I need it. Somehow, I don't know what it is, but I just need to buy it. Yeah, it's crazy. Like listening to, I was telling Baron this, I was listening to Fox News, and they were talking about some coins that I haven't even heard of, and they were saying like, oh, this is the best coin ever. One time they were talking about the uh, the, 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 the doggy coin. Yeah, and you should never, ever buy something just because you can turn it for a profit. If you have no idea what the technology is, you have no right to just go ahead and buy it with based on the that you think that it's just going to go up in price. You got to understand when you put your money into something. If you understand it and you're like, well, it's $19,000 for a Bitcoin, sure. At least you you took the time to understand the technology. It's it, it's just man, it gets so crazy when you start doing stuff like that. That's when everybody goes, that's when everybody loses money. Yeah. So I think the biggest misnomer is people think that they're going to be rich overnight. And when people say that, that is an obvious telltale sign that they're not in it for the long haul. They're not true investors. You know, they're doing it for FOMO, uh, fair missing out. We will always tell you, the people who's been in this game for a long time, is no, absolutely. You will not become rich overnight. Now, is there potential to make a lot of money in this market? Absolutely. The fear comes into play when people who don't become rich overnight 
They give up. And so that's the current market, right? I think, right now, is a lot of people got into the game back in August through December, and now we're in this bleed status, right? And um, I wrote a post about, you ever seen the Karate Kid movies, you know, Mr. Miyagi pruning his bonsai trees? I was, <laughs> you know, in order to make a tree grow better, bigger, and stronger, you have to prune it from time to time. It's not going to be 100% rising. Because, uh, you know, that's that's impossible. That's inflation. Yeah. No one's going to keep buying billions and billions of dollars of Bitcoins every day. It has to happen. There has to be a bleed. There has to be a downfall. People are going to have to take profit. Investment-wise, uh, follows the same, you know, psychological cycle, I guess, in the market, right? And, you know, once, once you once you get to that top peak, and it could be just for, for a short short amount of time, you know, I mean, we hear, we hear people... In the news, uh, analysts saying, you know, Bitcoin could go to 25,000 or 50,000, whatever it may be, which could absolutely happen. But it's definitely going to go through some market cycles, right? For, right. for those people who, who did FOMO in, uh, you know, earlier this year and, and late in December, that fear, uncertainty, doubt, uncertainty and doubt of what's going to happen. It's like if you understand that the market cycle is going gonna, is gonna to retrace, you'll learn not to FOMO. You'll learn, you'll, you'll learn how to be able to wait for that retrace to happen, buy in lower and then kind of kind of you know build a profit from there but um you know just because just you know as, as people think that it's going up and up and up and up and it's always going to keep going up uh when it starts going down doesn't necessarily mean it's always going to keep going down take your emotions out you know i always joke in our group baron that every time i want to fomo in or panic out you know i take my hands to my take my arms to my uh yeah. my chair, right <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I really funny. so i can't so i can't get computer. that way sometimes yep yeah, yeah, absolutely. Just step away so, from it. Yeah, you really got to keep. I know it's hard, but you definitely got to keep your emotions out, not FOMO in or, or not panic when things are when things are dropping. Yeah, and I always say, and I was I always say this to Baron, it's not about if cryptocurrency is going to be the main standard. It's about when, right? It may not happen in the next six months. It may not happen in the next one year, but it's going to eventually happen, whether we like it or not. Yeah, and that's to me where my passion comes into play is because I rather get in early. I rather get in because it's exciting. It's exciting for our generation. Um, I don't think we'll ever see this type of phenomenon happen again in our generation. This technology is not going away. There's no way. Absolutely. There's, there's absolutely no way this technology is going anywhere except forward, you know? So, so I actually have a question for you guys. And with that being said, I mean, you know, we've got, different strategies across the three of us right so we've got uh you know jay's the, you're the, the the holder or hodler right and then uh baron and i where we do some trading and and now that i've told you i, I actually do hold some stuff uh, we've got that trading hodler strategy right? right for for those that come to you and say is now a good time to buy do you believe that time in the market is greater than timing the market right so time in the market versus timing the market and what i mean by that is i'll give you an example I had, sure. some, I had some friends uh, back in July, August uh, that were asking about Ethereum. And at that time, Ethereum was pushing a, its all-time high at the time. It was like 400, 420. And I was like, yeah. I was like, it's great. I think Ethereum by the end of the year will be somewhere around $700. And uh, so they bought in. And I, and I told them, you know, time in the market is better than t- trying to time the market. I right. agree. I so, absolutely agree. And, yeah, and I absolutely agree with that. And and the reason why I say that is I kind of use it as an analogy when people ask, well, is it the right time to get married or is it the right time to, you know, <laughs> <Never>. <laughs> well, 
just for the just using it for this example right when people ask oh is it uh, i can never be ready to get married or i can never be ready to have a baby um let's just use the baby for example well there is never the right time that you'll be ready to have a baby you True. just have to jump in with your with 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 your, with full your force. No. exactly <laughs> <laughs> but 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 the point i'm trying to make is you wait until the timing of the market is absolutely right for you and the stars are aligned, it's going to be too late. I agree. And, and you're missing out on so many different things. You're missing out on capitalizing on all the altcoins. You're missing out on capitalizing and, and researching more about, about the coins and, and actually investing in the coins at the same time. And you actually have a piece of that pie. And, and people tell me all the time, it's like, well, it's too expensive. I'm, I'm just going to wait till it dies down. I'm like, well, when is that going to be? I, I invested in when the market was high, when the market was low, and I have no regrets. I agree. I mean, they're they're happy now. When I, you know, they were they were kind of pissed off at me for a little bit because once S hit that all time high of 420 at the time, then it dropped down to like 200. Six months later, it's worth 700. It's like, how can you even be mad at that? You know what I mean? Like, you almost doubled your doubled your investment. You know, with you just had to wait and be patient. It's not yeah. like you said earlier. You're not getting rich overnight. When when I you know, I didn't know what I had or didn't have. I, I was just I just made a decision to get started, to get involved. Right. So I said, you know what? I might make five percent my current holdings in the market and the in stocks and, and, and whatnot. And I said, Okay, it's gonna be worth it for me to sacrifice five percent returns for a possible hundred percent, two hundred, three hundred what you know, insert number of percentage points that you can possibly earn, right? Should I risk more? Should I risk less? I said, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and get started. So I, I set up my account. I, I learned about how I would do it. I did my research, of course, but I, I knew I was going to just get started. And then from there, you know, there was trial and error. I, I, I decided to join a group, Justin, you know, mentioned um, that AJ is a part of, and we give feedback to each other. There's people that have been doing this for, you know, over a year, perhaps longer, and there were there was um, Cardano was one of the the currencies I wasn't aware of, and it was at three cents. And I was like, well, I don't know. I I had it for like a day, a couple of days. I was like, oh man, it's not doing anything. But if I had time and patience, it was at three cents. So a hundred dollars, a smaller investment, right? Of a three cent thing that went all the way up, I think it was to eighty cents, would have been like that. a couple thousand dollars for a hundred dollar investment. So. There's there's all kinds of ways to do it, but it's the it's very important to understand that it it can take time. And in the crypto world, okay, that the market that is of cryptocurrency, time can be two months, three months, six months, right? I think, yeah, I think it it's can be time. a week. You know, it, it can be a week. It, it it does move much quicker in that in that market by by comparison. But being patient can often pay off more than trying to get something immediately. Unless you are familiar with what you're doing and you are trading and you, you have a lot of confirmations, being a holder can have a tremendous benefit if it doesn't have movement right away that you think it needs to have. Do, do you guys know where the holder mean came from? Uh, the HODL, H-O-D-L. HODL is a meme currently in the cryptocurrency market that everyone uses to say to hold. And it, what's funny was back in 2013 on the Bitcoin 
um, form, which is actually one of the biggest forms out there. It's a larger where it originally started. If you ever want to get into information on wallets and exchanges, it's a great, great form. Bitcoin talk forms. So uh, a guy named Game Kayubi, he was apparently drunk uh, <laughs> back in December of 2013, and he was going belligerent talking about how the market is crashing and that everyone was telling him to sell. And he's like, I will not sell. I am, I am hodling. I am hodling. And so he wanted to originally say I'm holding, but he switched the D and L, uh, the two letters. And so everyone made fun of him. Um, Reddit, uh, 4chan, like everyone just started making fun of him. So that's where hodling came from. And um, I, I'm going to, I just want to say something on that. So if, when you guys think about things for, from a psychological perspective, from, from a, from a community, right? Uh, whenever you're looking at a new technology, new development, a new world that, that's starting to, to come to creation, seeing all of these terms that people are familiar with, not everybody, right? But that are starting to become identified as a part of actual words that people are using that gives you an idea on adoption, right? So the terms hodl, phone, FOMO, fear of missing out, hold. And, and as these phrases start to get utilized more and more and people become familiar with them, that helps you understand psychologically and I, I, I would say uh, communicatively, if that's the proper way to say it, it's, there's a shift that's, that is occurring because these things are starting to develop within people, right? If that, does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. I, I think Steve Bessos, you know, the guy of the Amazon founder, he he's a big advocate in knowing your market. If you're going to be in any uh, any type of expert or knowledgeable in the area that you're in, he reads the industry news every morning. He has Google alerts. Um, he knows all the different trends that's going on. I tell that to my recruiters now. I'm a recruiting manager uh, for a government firm here in Alexandria, Virginia. And I tell my recruiters, if you want to be an expert in your market, you got to have the knowledge because uh, knowledge is power, you know. So I, I tell them to subscribe to Google Alerts, and, and that's a good um, topic, right? So what do you guys do to research your currency? Uh, you know, as far as me, what I'll, I'll start off. What I normally do is I use a app called CoinStats, and it kind of lists all the altcoins um, in the market, which there are over 1,500, I think the last time I checked. So there's many different altcoins, and they keep growing every day. There's, there's altcoins coming out being created every day new. And so how do you keep up with all these altcoins? I use sources every day. I have a um, Feedly account, a Google Reader account, which is two RSS readers that pulls in it aggregates all the Bitcoin and cryptocurrency news into a reader format. Um, I check into the forums. I check into Reddit, 4chan, and Bitcoin Talk forums. And then for CoinStats, I actually look at the upticks, right? I actually look at the uh, who, who has the most changes and fluctuations and see why they're, why they're doing the changes. For instance, I was reading about Redcoin, and Redcoin is the social media platform for the cryptocurrency world there's been some hype that they might partner up with litecoin and, and facebook so you got to take everything with a grain of salt right yeah there is no <laughs> guaranteed information out there because a lot of information can be 
you know, just blowing smoke and whatnot. But <laughs> that's kind of the stuff that I use. What do you guys use to research your information? I'm an advocate for YouTube and Twitter. I can admit that I don't feel like I do enough research when it comes to every single cryptocurrency. I do believe in my ability to watch and listen to people talk about currencies that they have interest in. And from there, not just one person, right? On YouTube or Twitter, um, mainly YouTube, I'll look at a general consensus, right? So I'll look to different people that I've listened to over time and I look for and I listen to repeating patterns, uh, positive feedback, unbiased research that you can kind of tell that they've put in time. In, in certain cases, I will go to the website. I will look at the development team. I'll, I'll read the white paper. But I, I'm a big advocate towards what does it look like people can agree with that people are fans of that they do appreciate the technology. My adjustments, they'll change. But that that's a big factor for me. Yeah, no, I think I think social media is a, is a great place. It's probably I would say number number three on my list of of actually uh, gaining interest in a coin. Um, only because I think a lot of the times people on social media may have their own agenda. Yeah, um, I agree. You know, so I, I I try and I try and take what they say with a grain of salt. But that goes into, back into doing your own research, right, before investing. I think I think on, on one of the, the top spots for me really recently has been watching ICOs. And, and that's a whole nother topic and a whole nother, you know, hour, half hour conversation that you can have. With ICOs, I think, you know, just kind of seeing and, and getting a feel of, of what's out there or what's coming out. Um, and then doing the research. Uh, me personally, I haven't bought any ICOs yet. I'm dying to get into one. I'm just trying to figure out which one I want. For example, I mean, last year we had uh, Omisego, which I think is going to be a great coin. Power Ledger. I mean, those were all some of the first ICOs on the Ethereum platform. You see these ICOs coming out and then you, you research them, go to their website or and see what they're about. Um, you know, Baron, like to what you were saying, look who the team is, check out their white paper, things of that nature. It, it puts things on the radar, right? And then yeah. uh, from there, I kind of, and, and I, can, I probably lose money doing this, but for me, ICOs still are a little bit risky. But you know, I wait till they drop on the exchange, and then once they're on an exchange, once they hit a major exchange, then I'll then I'll really like start paying attention to them, and and then I'll do the technical analysis stuff on it, and then decide on when to get in. Something new is 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 that that I'm I'm starting to watch out for is coins that are able to be put on uh, master nodes. So again, that's a whole other topic that you yeah know, <laughs> we can, yeah, we can yeah. get into, right? But you know, those are popular because people see the opportunity to make money in masternodes, even with coins that are only worth like less than a penny. And then they'll buy it up to create a masternode and then go into what a masternode might be. Uh, no, go ahead, Baron. Um, I, just my take on it is it's like owning a certain stake of or a certain percentage of that currency. And because you own that amount, you get rewarded in more of that currency, which is a it's a it's an income stream because you have you own a certain percentage amount or a certain level uh, of involvement. I, I'm not super familiar, but I like it because it is it's what is it's almost like it's like a dividend of sorts. Would that be yeah, correct? Exactly, just like a dividend, except uh, it's like a dividend, and then also. People, when, when they refer to um, dividends in crypto as perhaps like mining, it's like mining, but I guess in the cloud. <laughs> you're not 
you don't need physical hardware. You just need a, a certain amount of coins that you're going to stake, and and then you'll get returns on that. But that means you don't sell them. You keep them on the books and you lock them up away yep. from the market. Exactly. Yeah, and that's actually really hot. I think that's a hot trend right now because miners take up a lot of electricity yep. and take up a lot of hardware power. Um, and that's the reason why the graphical cards and the processors right now on eBay and Amazon are, are really expensive. It's because a lot of miners are, are, are buying that yeah. up. It brings up an interesting um, yeah. topic, though, as far as should we d diversify? And Absolutely. I don't think you need to just buy a Bitcoin or an ETH. You know, the major players right now are, you know, Bitcoin, BCH, ETH, and, and Litecoin. Okay, those are the the main superstars, but you should definitely diversify. And so kind of going off of what Baron and AJ were saying when researching is, uh, it's kind of funny. I, I tell... I tell Baron this all the time. Like, I'm going to go ahead and, and buy a shadow box from Michaels, and I'm going to create all these coins in each different market. So I want to invest into the medical market. I want to invest into the IT market, the financial market. And so I kind of, I kind of want to have my stake in my investments in each different market because, again, it's not about if, it's about when. And so I want to capitalize and diversify my portfolio. Um, and I think even Warren Buffett was the one who, who made that phrase uh, you know, very popular as well. Diversifying your portfolio. Don't put all your eggs you know, in just one area here. You have to diversify, whether it's small coins. I like to have my big players. I like to have my big coins that are worth a lot of money. I like to have a few in the medium market where it's not so expensive as, let's just say, ETH. And then... And, um, the penny coins, the penny altcoins, you know, if they can eventually blow up too as well. So I think it's okay. And I think we, people should diversify their portfolio. Uh, and again, you can do this with $50. You know, you can, you don't have to buy a whole coin in ETH. You don't have to buy a, a whole coin in um, uh, Bitcoin. Spread out your portfolio. And for whether you're a holder or a trader, you know, you'll definitely capitalize on that. And just to wrap up as a disclaimer, just like last time, we're we're not doing this for commission. This is you know this is not not a scam. Um, we're not here to take your money. We're not here to do referrals. We want to make sure that we get our friends and family and coworkers to invest in this this exciting phenomenon of cryptocurrency. And uh, we, we encourage you to join us. You know, only invest what you can afford to lose. That is probably one of the things that all three of us can agree on is definitely we encourage you to be smart about your investments. So real quick, uh, before we wrap up, Baron, we'll start off with you. AJ, you can go next and I'll wrap up. What are you guys' picks for the week? All right. So if we were looking at uh, everything I've been following, I think NEO. NEO is really powerful. NEO does have a form of what we can consider a dividend. Uh, I think ICON, uh, the symbol of ICX, is very strong. Z Classic and Saya Coin. Various reasons, but I, I have been following them for a while and I verified some sources. And I, I like those picks. You definitely want to do your own research, but there's different factors that are playing into all four of those ones right now that I'm following that I'm interested in. I like EOS. Um, it's had a lot of growth. I think it's going to be cooling off for a little bit uh, before its next run. Those are the four that, I, that I'm that i looking at regularly. Bio, Icon, Z Classic, and Sia Coin. 
Right, sounds good. Cool. Yeah, I, I really like Ven. I think it's uh one of the, it's in its early stages, similar to kind of like a, a Neo or Anshares. You know, I like the platform type coins. So Ven. I'm also watching uh, a coin because it's similar to my industry, AMB or Ambrosis. They they do supply chain smart contracts, uh, blockchain network. You know, making sure that your food and medicines can be tracked from the point that they're, they start to be created all through distribution. I think that, that the industry and in food and medicine is really needing something like that. So watching that, I don't know, lately I've been kind of off, off the short-term trip. So uh, my long-term coins that I like are Omisego, uh, Power Ledger, and obviously, you know, Bitcoin, Ethereum, those big players. But short-term, I'm looking at Ven, AMB, and uh, actually XLM as well. Very nice. All right. Uh, well, mine's pretty easy. Um, I'm, this, you know, my social media background. So Litecoin is my long-term uh, investment. I definitely like what they're doing. I feel like they're going to be teaming up here pretty soon. I've been saying that for a long time. I think they're going to team up with some big players here with Mark Zuckerberg and so forth. And that kind of leads me into my next coin, which is Redcoin. Uh, Redcoin is one of the first social media coins out there, social media platforms. It's not doing really so well right now, but again, I'm a holder, so I have high hopes for, for that coin. And uh, the last coin I want to mention is kind of what we tied into about staking, triangles. So Triangles has actually one of the highest staking uh, returns. We can talk a little bit more about staking and mining and uh, master nodes in the future. It's a limited resource supply, and so the staking um, rewards is, is really high on that coin. And so once it reaches this cap, um, no one can really get into Triangles, which is really cool, which I can talk about. Um, I think that's one of the, the neat things between mining and staking. Watch out for. Yeah, and there, I, I'm loving the way... I mean, if you think about it, uh, gosh, it's so it's brilliant. You can you can invest in something that has a program that pays you back on a recurring basis. You can invest in something that can change someone's life. There's all these things that we can do that are meant to solve problems or to to give you an income, you know, on the side just for a holding you know, that currency that is the more you can learn and the more you can see about what is going on in this industry, the more it'll blow your mind at really what these platforms, these protocols, these systems are trying to do. People like money, you know, yeah, that's a great byproduct of everything. But in the end, there's going to be so many things that are going to come out that are going to absolutely change the way we function in this world. That's, that's, that's such a big takeaway. Yeah. Hey guys, real quick, um, I want to tie in a, a, a really cool story that we kind of talked about before where who is, who's the market to invest in Bitcoins? Even if you're not the typical investor, uh, I want to share this really funny story. So I don't know if you guys read about this, but uh, 50 Cent, he actually has no clue about crypt cryptocurrency. And back in 2014, when he released one of his albums, he asked his manager or his manager asked him, he was like, what type of, uh, what type of payments would you want to receive? And of course, he said, you know, PayPal and stuff like that. And his manager said, "Hey, we have a um, we have a strong request for for Bitcoin. I don't know what it is, but it is type of currency. Do you want to accept it?" Fifty cents at the time didn't know what it was either, and he was like, "Sure, why not? If it's money, it's money." Uh, <laughs> so recently, he just came about getting eight million dollars worth of Bitcoin from 2014. People were buying his album, uh, so it accumulated, <laughs> and he actually. Uh, now he's loving it. Now he he wants to get into the cryptocurrency world. So again, the, 
this goes back to the point of you don't have to be a Wall Street investor. You don't have to be a, a day trader. It, it can be any. It can be a friendly one. And stories like this is exciting about this technology, right? So, guys, um, great podcast. Uh, AJ, thank you so much for joining us. You know your expertise. Uh, we go back a long time, and uh, it's been really a pleasure. I hope you can join us in the future. I yeah, know that. Man. Anytime. I'd love to just keep on talking and talking. I feel like we can talk for hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We so certainly like can. Common folk, we probably won't do that, but <laughs> <laughs> we'll Yeah. And so, uh, guys, check us out on iTunes and Google Play. Be sure to subscribe and send me your questions and links. Um, I think next time I'll, I'll answer a lot of the questions. I've been receiving a lot of feedback on, on Instagram uh, and even on uh, Bitcoin talk forums. Um, so check us out. Thank you so much. Again, disclaimer, you know, we're, we're not doing this to make money off of anyone. We're just really doing this as just a hobby of just three regular guys just getting talking about cryptocurrency.